Hola, mia mangoes. Hop on board. Call the times in the Associated Press. We are rolling along into the new year with all nine cylinders hammering and a pot full of love stew for the survivors waiting at the end of the line. Cheesy Pete, but it's cold here. I'm in South Florida and we could have technically achieved snow this past week, and most of the country is colder. F you, Hawaii. I moved here to avoid this crap, or because I lost my northern job, either one. I don't know how the rest of you people do it. But for right now, scrape the ice off of your footballs, your eyeballs, and whatever other balls you may have lying around. Shake your fist at the laughing harvest gods for the missed opportunities of the past season, and draw your canned goods closer, but not close enough to stick to their bare metal skins. Since it's January, we have a pumpkin story for you, because as you know, pumpkins in January go together like iPods and earwax. Yes, indeed, you should beware the hairy mango. I tell you that every episode. But you should also watch your ass around those hairless gourds. It is time to tell the tale of the conquest of the pumpkins. The Conquest of the Pumpkins by Matthew Sanborn Smith For 50,000 years, pumpkins had been lying in wait ready to burst into action at any time. Up till now, there simply hadn't been a need. Many of you will ask, what about all that pumpkin eating we've been doing? The pumpkin pie and the jack-o'-lanterns and such. But you'd be looking at it from a human point of view. Pumpkins prefer this treatment. It beats rotting on the vine. Now, however, the time had come. The world was ripe for conquest. Through an organically achieved electrochemical pulse in the soil below, Pierre, self-proclaimed pharaoh of the pumpkin clans, he wasn't really up on his history, gave the signal. Now! After a series of remarkably strenuous exertions, they found they couldn't move. Damn it! Pierre tried to yell, before he realized he couldn't even do that. We should have exercised! Even a little! Pierre's patch was harvested, like so many of their recent ancestors, and sold from the lawn of a local church whose members swore up and down that they weren't for Halloween, but for the Harvest Festival, which only coincidentally happened to fall on the last day of October, since it was a Saturday. Want more? Write your own damn story. Write about how all the pumpkins ate Philly cream cheesesteaks and rode motorcycles underwater. Start your own podcast and leave me alone. Let the donate button hit you in the ass on the way out. You can love up almost exactly this and other fine excursions into surreality at a number one cattle blog, the 1000.blogspot.com, or seduce them when they're old and hard up right here at bewarethehairymango.com. Tell your people in Congress about the show in the hopes they'll declare us the primary rot at the center of this otherwise fine land and let the pitchforking listeners overwhelm us. Flip digital birds my way on this post or email me your actual finger somehow at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Subscribe by rubbing the orange to the right of my voice or slap iTunes until they wake up and make us the only show they carry. And subscribe and give me sparkling reviews there too. Wrap some paper around your hand and touch our now severely ass-stained donate button on the homepage. Make me dive like Scrooge McDuck in a vault of your virtual sense. That's the money kind of sense, not the smelly kind of sense. This podcast is screwed tightly to the wall with a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 United States license. Until next time, you melty scrappers, this may or may not be Matthew Sanborn Smith saying if life hands you shit, make shit aid. Just don't give any to me. I don't know what you should do with it. Why are you taking advice from me anyway? I'm an idiot. Jesus, get that stuff out of here. Good night.